there is a little book that we have in every sacristy in every church, and it's called an ordo. And it gives us direction and guidance as we prepare for the Sunday Mass. This week, the ordo says in preparation for the homily, Moses and Jesus both attest to the fact that the work of the Spirit cannot be confined by an institution and that no one can claim a monopoly on the Spirit's charism and wisdom. Beware of growing into your, in your own power while neglecting the rights and the needs of others. Moses in the first reading gives us the exact direction that we're talking about. Moses said, would that all people of the Lord would be prophets. Today, as we go into the 26th Sunday of Ordinary Time and we continue our journey, we hear the message of the church this week. It's needed by me, I guarantee you. I need to hear all these messages every week to be able to try to keep me straight as we get these little pieces of the puzzle every week that the church gives us on a 52-week calendar. The message begins, at that time, Jesus, John said to Jesus, teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow me. The disciples were setting the standard of what preaching was on us. Notice it says, because he does not follow us. He's not looking at the whole fact that in reality we're supposed to be followers of Jesus Christ. They are jealous of this people who are speaking in the name of Jesus. And it's, often, it's interesting also to take in, re, in reflection where the disciples and apostles are at this time as they're traveling through their life to grow in holiness until eventually they get to Pentecost Sunday when all of a sudden all the revelations start to come and make sense to them. You see, what happens is love is not part of jealousy and they were showing jealousy. They observed disciples who were acting in the name of Jesus. What they could have said was, what a wonderful thing that there are people following God and receiving God's grace. What a wonderful thing it is to be in collaboration as Christians. You know, Jesus was a great believer in collaboration. Think about when he had the loaves and the fishes. The first thing he said was, what are you going to do to be ready for the loaves and the fishes? Jesus could have just automatically made the decision to do something, but he turned to his apostles and said, what are you going to do? And they said, 200 days wages and we can't feed all these people. And someone said, there's a little boy here with fish. And all of a sudden he said, bring the little boy in. Collaboration, bringing the community together. That's what's so important for us to understand. Jesus sought this collaboration in everything he did. And he tells us about that all the time. And he's trying to be able to inspire his disciples and apostles at this point to realize that they need to too to understand this concept of collaboration with people out there. They need, instead of being, making a response as disciples to encourage the people to follow Jesus and be part of what was going on and inviting them to join Jesus they showed envy and they showed jealousy. Remember that right before this particular reading, last week the direction that Jesus gave us was he spoke about his passion was to come. And Peter said, oh no. But Jesus said, remember, 
that your job is to serve. Instead, our apostles today are critical and they show jealousy. The others don't deserve the honor that they have. This is wrong. We all need to understand that we ought to preach and we are to heal. We all need to understand that each and every one of us need to be able to make sure we do deeds in the name of Jesus Christ. The apostles forgot that at this particular time. It is not about us, it is about Jesus. And our mission as professed in the church's mission statement is to go and teach all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's our evangelization, either by word or by action or by deeds. We need to be able to do this. Remember later on that what happens is the apostles are approached by the Pharisees and told not to preach. And later on, we begin to see that for the sake of Jesus' name, they're worthy to suffer and they're worthy to teach. That shows the growth that takes place in the apostles in their understanding of the role that Jesus is giving them and understand the collaboration that they must have within their life. Before, they're asking him now, others are speaking, like Eldad and Medad, and Moses said, no, no, we're supposed to accept them in also. We're supposed to accept these who are preaching in. We almost realize that every one of us, when we are baptized, we are baptized into teaching. We are baptized into bringing people into the faith. We are baptized into evangelization. We're baptized to go and teach all nations and be able to preach. That's the growth that takes place. It's interesting to see also in today's gospel, after this first paragraph, Jesus replies to them, do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, amen I say to you, you will surely not lose his reward. Jesus is the power. He gives us all that we need to be able to follow him. He gives us the rewards that we need within our life to be able to strive for. Jesus is the Messiah, and that word means he is the God of salvation. It is an honor for people to act in the name of Jesus. It is an honor for all of us to use the name of Jesus in the good deeds and the actions that we have. Remember, Jesus is a great healer. And believe it or not, if we follow Jesus, we too can be a healer. We tend to think of healing medically only. We don't realize that we can be a healer for people mentally. We can be a healer for people emotionally. We can be a healer for people to help them to be able to be socially involved and socially accepted. We in our own actions can do this. Remember Peter said, I have, when one time when he was going into the temple, <coughs> I have neither silver nor gold, but what I give to you, I give in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise and walk. Remember, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. He is our leader, 
He is our model. He is our savior. One who understood this greatly and said it to all of us was Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa said, do small things with love because we belong to Jesus. Whatever you do, do it for the least of my brother and sisters and do it for me. Do the little things. What matters is not the size of the deed, but the depth of the charity that you have within your heart, because each and every one of us are sent. I was so encouraged when I saw the charity of the volunteerism in our community of people helping people with Ida. It's important to understand. And remember, last week we were told, not words only, but actions, and it has to come from your heart. <clears throat> the gospel continues. Whoever causes one of these little ones <clears throat> who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him in a great millstone was put around his neck and he was thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than to have two hands and go into Gehenna. And if your food causes you to sin, cut it off. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better to enter into life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eyes cause you to sin, pluck it out, for it is better to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than with two, and it's grown to us through, rather than be thrown into Gehenna. You know, these are very, very powerful words and image that Jesus has given to us. And some of us are thrown back by these words. But what Jesus is revealing is Jesus is revealing that we have power in ourselves to make our own decisions, decisions to build our soul or not to build our soul. What's the difference in the terms that Jesus makes to us or a doctor to heal somebody in a hospital makes the same kind of tough decisions on an individual to be able to make sure that that individual is made well. Each and every one of us need to understand that we are doctors, we are what Jesus asked, and we need to make sure that we do the things that be able to don't harm other people. And we can't make sure, and we need to make sure that we don't lose our eyes, we don't lose our touch, we don't lose our feet. The gospel says, a determined and lifelong effect to avoid sin and the occasion of sins is what God tells us. We will be saved if we do it for Jesus, not for our own personal glory and power. Jesus gives us all the right direction. Bring people in. We have a challenge in our own Christian faith. Sometimes because somebody likes to do a little difference in their worship, what we like to do is rumor or criticize those individuals. We need to understand they too are Christians and they too are professing their faith and doing the best they can as they too grow in holiness and each one of us grow in holiness. We have a lot of challenges in our life. We need to be able to accept everyone in our life as Christians. And when we are Christians, we need to remember what our task is. Our task is always to go and teach and baptize and make sure that we, only, we don't only use words, but we use our actions.